Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. Well, you get that wonderful question and somebody pops that wonderful question. Instead of just jumping around and saying yes, are there some things you need to ask yourself or before they even ask the question, are there things you should be thinking about in your relationship before you say I do? My guest is marriage and family therapist, Leslie Parrott. Welcome to the show, Leslie. So before you get married, the important conversations, best advice for for people listening question because so often love feels like some kind of a mysterious thing and it can be this cosmic quest to choose a soulmate and how can you really ever know what to trust the truth is we have amazing science that tells us exactly how to know and how to build that kind of connection with someone that really goes the distance and all it takes is somebody who's willing to take some of that off the dusty academic shelves and put the cookies on the bottom shelf and get it out there for couples who want to ask these good questions. So I love getting involved in the lives of couples on the precipice of a commitment. So give us some of the questions we need to be asking ourselves. One of the fundamentals is the question we would say, have you honestly faced the myths of marriage? You know, we don't realize how many unspoken expectations we have about what a perfect relationship looks like, and often we just make an assumption that, you know, everyone shares them, and of course, the person we've chosen as our soulmate would share those. What what we don't realize is that we're all so hardwired with different unspoken expectations and sort of unconscious role expectations, given our histories, given our family of origin, given the family that created us, we've been hardwired that love looks a certain way, and probably the person we're stepping into marriage with doesn't see it exactly the same way we do. Well, it certainly is not like everything that you see in the media, and I think a closer representation might be to look inside your own family. You know, if you had parents that were married over 50 years that might be what you're striving for or looking for. So give us another question to ask ourselves. Well, and you're right. And, uh, you know, for instance, let me just say quickly, so somebody gets how to start this exploration, we can see you enter marriage with your own set of personal Ten Commandments. And I'm not talking about, you know, moral things or ethical things. We're just talking about how there is in your heart and soul, chiseled in stone, you've got a compelling sense about the way a great relationship should unfold. And what will a loving husband look like? And what will a loving wife look like? And often, our spouse loves us very much, but doesn't have a clue what our script is for that. And that's when you start to feel unloved. So making those unspoken rules conscious is really important. And we, of course, there's some simple ways to do that. People can find even a little um, uh, assessment on our website, and we'd love for people to do that so they know what's going on there. But, of course, that's just one of many questions. Um, One of the most important skill sets about um, understanding marriage has to do with fighting. Do you know how to fight a good fight? There is amazing. There's yeoman work on this. We know that you can predict with a 94% accuracy rate if a marriage will succeed or end in divorce based on absolutely nothing else but how that couple fights. So you've got to pay attention to your skill set when it comes to knowing how to fight a good fight before you say I do. 
Okay, so you want to kind of know what a real relationship is supposed to look like. You want to know how that person fights. You want to know if this is something that they're in for the long term, in for the long haul. Give us some more of these because these are great tips that we're wrapping up for everybody so that they can make their list and go through that list of Ten Commandments, as you say, and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I know how they fight. I fight the same way. I know what their religion is. I know what their thinkings on divorce and fidelity and that sort of thing are. What else? Well, you're right when it comes to values, deep life values, similarities. You know, we always have this this sort of uh, adage that opposites attract. But truthfully, we know the happiest couples share the most similarities. And trust me, no matter how similar you are when it comes to values and energy level and education and intelligence and faith issues, once you're married, what happens is you start to notice what isn't the same, and that's plenty of conflict. So similarities are great in a marriage. But, um, you know, when it comes to fighting, I just want to hit this home because, listen, nobody wants to have a bad fight, and nobody wants to have a dumb fight. But here's the honest truth. If you know how to have a good fight... What that really becomes is the price tag you pay for a deeper level of intimacy. And every single time conflict erupts, you don't have to fear it. You know that it's making your relationship stronger because you can be resilient in the face of that. And then you trust each other. You're grounded. You feel deeply secure. And you can be 100% authentic. So skills when it comes to conflict, that is everything. If there was one question you should ask is, do we know how to fight a good fight? Great information out there. One resource we have is our book called The Good Fight. And um, let me just encourage anyone, you know, whether it's our material, anyone else's, make sure you know how to fight a good fight. Another great question, and especially as Valentine's Day is coming up, is have you bridged the gender gap? I mean, do you get that without um, even having any kind of a stereotype about the gender differences? We know there are some really inherent differences in what we need in a relationship, and research bears this out. I would just say to anyone who wants to have a great Valentine's Day, pay attention to this, because when it comes to the female gender, that whole experience of being deeply cherished is huge. Anything that shows and reveals those nuances, that that effort, that you know me, you get my little quirks, you know, any small or huge act of love that reveals this, that is in the bullseye. When it comes to men, we know from research that if you want to be emotionally connected to a guy, what they crave more than anything is that experience of sharing an activity. It's not, you know, it's not a conversation where you're dreamily looking into each other's eyes. It's more, let's go do something that we love together. And the joy of sharing an activity opens up their spirit like nothing else will. So, Bridging the gender gap, that's huge. Everything about us is different from our brains on. Well, you also shouldn't, you know, assume that somebody can read your mind, though. You want to be cherished, and you want them to know and understand your little nuances. And I'm lucky enough, Leslie, that I've been married for 20 years, and my husband does put up with me and understand me. And I even said when he proposed... Can I back out if I want to? You know, I, I feel terrible still to this day. But he was like, sure you can. But then, of course, I didn't. But 
reading the mind and, and all of the things that you've mentioned. Give us the website where people can find out more about you and your very, very best advice to ask yourself before you say, I do. Well, absolutely. I do love that little mind-reading experience. And, of course, your husband got it. He knew that if you had permission to back out, you'd feel safe enough not to. And that's, that's what love is. It's you get me and I get you. You know, we're we're reading off the same piece of sheet music. We get it. You know, and a lot of times that's revealed in those quirks where we feel loved and accepted in our sense of humor, that playfulness we share. Our website has lots of great takeaways, free resources, and then, of course, things we've devoted our life to as educators and counselors and less as a clinical psychologist. It's simply called LessonLeslie.com. There is a great assessment for any couple considering marriage. We are devoted to helping couples get started on the right foot. Um, we have a book called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. It's actually our our biggest seller. This is a huge issue. We love it when couples will take the time to ask these questions. Um, you know, and that we have seven of them we outline for every single couple. We've talked about two or three of those. The other ones are, you know, are you and your partner soulmates? And this has to do with that transcendent sense of finding meaning together in the world. And I what think that path? people come up with these these kind of commandments, as you say, and it's such a great, great way to do it. So those are questions to ask yourself before you say, I do. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Stay well.